Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's 3 o'clock on Dukes and Bell. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. I find it interesting. Thanks for making us your sports station. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Thanks to Mark Slayer for stopping by. It's Dukes and Bell coming up uh, 6 o'clock. We've got the coaches show. Dave Arch is going to sit down with head coach Arthur Smith. And uh, player segment today is Tyler Algier. He had a big 31-yard touchdown Mm. run. On Sunday, we were pointing out some of the positives, and there were a lot of them. Um, and, and I think the big thing is this team didn't quit. They didn't give up. We've seen other teams quit. Right. Chargers quit earlier this oh. year and got their coach fired. Um, that hasn't happened with Arthur Smith. And, and listen, despite what you or I may think about whether or not he deserves an opportunity to come back, I will tell you this because we're up there every week. We're up there talking to these guys, the players like Arthur Smith. There's no doubt it. No doubt about it. Um, you can say, well, if they like him so much, why do they keep losing? It's not that, guys. It's not, it's not one thing. We know why this team has lost football games. But, Mike, um, as we talk about the Indy win, and it was a good one, um, as we change gears tomorrow and we start talking about the Bears and we'll get coaches' opinion about all this stuff, you know, the, the, the decision is looming there for Arthur Blank, and uh, he says he's going to wait till the end of the season. Jeff Schultz caught up with him in the parking lot Saw that. Sunday and yeah. asked him a direct question about – What's the decision? How do you go about this? And he said Arthur Blank paused. So he said, I asked the question again, and Blank said, I heard you. <laughs> and it makes Jeff, me think. Now, Jeff, now you're belittling me. What are you, Jim Gray? Get out of my face, Jeff. Yeah. How dare you? It makes me think. Mike, Just try to get my Mercedes and drive home. That he's being very careful as to how he's answering this. Look, you, know, you and I are of the opinion. and It's where it's, I think Mr. Blank is going to bring Arthur Smith back. And I, I don't think it matters what happens. And, you know, we still have a slim, you know, chance 10% to get in. But, and I just, it's tough for me, as we said earlier. I'm not the only fan that feels this way. It's two things. Arthur does not want to go through having to pick another coach, start from scratch, because as we've shown, it's hard. It's really hard. You know, and, and the best coach that coached this team was not hired by Arthur Black. It was Dan Reeves, you know, and that was the Smith family. And, and Dan Reeves did some great work here. But unfortunately, you know, Mike Vick got hurt. Then we got Mora. Mora ran his mouth. 
about how Washington was his dream job, and Arthur's like, well, adios. You know, <laughs> Petrino, on paper, Petrino's a great hire. Just real quick before we get to the blues. Petrino's a great hire on paper. We're going to get a guy who has an offensive mind. He's going to maximize Mike Vick's talent. Only later on we found out Mike really wasn't into the playbook and Petrino wasn't into staying around for the entire season. Yep. You know, and then of course, one, one of those two yeah. things were going to yeah. well, blow up. Mike going into the Hooskow, this is Petrino's like, this is not the team that I signed on to coach. And then you get to Mike Smith, who brought stability and just, God bless him, could do everything. And just unfortunately, you know, 2012 was our best chance under Smitty. And that's all she wrote. Quinn, we all know where that went. I think Arthur probably hung on a year and a half, maybe two years too long. He's loyal to a fault, and I think he's, he's 81. Do you think that, A, he wants to have to go through firing another coach, starting from scratch, or if I'm off to the other side of it is, I want to win a freaking Super Bowl, and it looks like i got enough offensive pieces with the right guy to go do it if we can find the right quarterback. Yeah, I, I do feel that way, and I know it's hard for most of us to be like, Super Bowl, but yeah. – you know, I'll give you another example of what we've been talking about. And these are just things that you go, okay, that's interesting. Because, again, it's been so frustrating this season with the way things have gone. But what if I told you guys that Drake London already has tied Julio uh, Jones for franchise record for the most receptions in the first two seasons? Would you even think that be right. that, that would be in the realm of, oh, what kind of season is Drake having? What kind of start to his career is he having? We do think that he should be in the end zone more, but we think that for all these guys. But that's part of this, guys. It's like we've got some players, Mike, that right. are doing things that you go, these guys are pretty damn good. So maybe Arthur Blank is thinking the way you're saying. And mm. I, I, I just think, again, sometimes it, it, the frustration allows you to make the wrong decision, and sometimes you stay the course. You know, Mike Tomlin could have been fired early in his career. And he's been there 17 years now. Now, some people say he won't be there after this season, and maybe they come, you know, they part ways. Everything comes to an end. But the point is, sometimes you have to say it's not the best decision to fire a guy just because we're all, you know, crazy about the way things have played out. Sometimes you got to stay the course. I'm not telling you that that's what your decision is or how you should feel. I'm simply saying that is what I think Arthur Blank is thinking. Right. And now, and the other thing is, we could argue, and I know a lot of listeners have, and I've seen all the stuff on social media. I was keeping up on my vacay. Is a lot of people don't believe that Arthur Blank is capable of hiring the right coach well, based on their experience with this team as fans. So, uh, that, so that know. that job now though goes to Terry Fontenot. Right. Okay. I mean, you forget, uh, not you, but but I think our listeners forget when when we hired Mike Smith, there was a general manager that was here with him and throughout the course of the the Dan Quinn tenure, right? right? So there was one guy here for a long time where, right. you know, that, that you didn't have to make these decisions. But that decision is going to fall in, into the lap of Terry Fontenot if it was to happen. All right, more to get to. We got a lot more to talk about. Uh, coming up also a little bit later on, we're going to talk to Wes Durham, the voice of our Atlanta Falcons. We'll break, break down the playoff picture as well. Hawks back in action tonight right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Uh, Jalen Johnson back? He is on his way back. He okay. could play tomorrow. Okay. Tonight. Not, not tonight. Tonight. He could I, play tonight. I, I just saw our good friend Lauren Williams from the AJC that he's looking more and more mobile and ambulatory in the shoot-around. So I was hoping he'd get in there tonight. Well, listen, we need him. Uh, mm. And I would have never thought I'd say that, Mike. Like, you know, again, a lot of, a lot of people are like, once we get Jalen Johnson's back – Jalen's really good. He's not Magic Johnson. Right. Okay. And, and we'll get into it. I know, guys, it's, it's NFL-centric today on a Falcons Tuesday because of the holiday. But we will get into the – there's a lot of rumors you guys have seen about DeJounte Murray and the Hawks, and, and we'll see where all this stuff's going to go. All right, let's get to an NFL bleed. Welcome to the NFL. With news and notes from around the league, this is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. This hour brought to you by the Georgia Hemp Company. Hey, can I hear Dan Campbell? He's not crying. Mm. 
But he is emotional about the fact that the Lions just won their division for the first time in 30 years. It's something you don't get to do all the time. They're always special to win a division. I don't care how many of them you get because of the work that goes into it. But to do something that hadn't been done in 30 years for a team is special. And that's a special group of men back in there that are uh, staying tame at this point. So some of you who are 34, you've never seen the Lions win their division. Do you know who the quarterback was the last time the Lions went to the playoffs? Lefty? Lefty? Rodney Pete. Wow. I was going to say Scott Mitchell. Scott Mitchell came after him. He, wow. Uh, Mitchell made some uh, some big starts for Marino when he got the Achilles injury a couple years, and then he took over after Rodney Pete. That's crazy. Yeah. Hey, is this Tommy Cutlets thing done, Mike? Uh, bench for Tyrod Taylor. Listen, Taylor brought some life to the game for the Giants. They had a chance. I thought the Eagles might blow this game. I thought the Eagles did everything in their power to blow this game. i got to be honest. I'm watching the game at halftime. I'm thinking – the NBA might beat the NFL head-to-head on Christmas with the way this game was looking. True. And then I said, you know, let me go over to Hunger Games because I'm a big Jennifer Lawrence fan. And I come back, Carl. I'm like, holy cow, Tommy Cutlass brought the Giants back. And then I go, and, of course, uh, DeVito benched earlier. For, I'm like, what? And then Tyron Taylor <laughs> obviously provided the spark, and the Eagles did a lot of stupid stuff, and they lost their poise on a number of possessions. Uh, let me hear Keely Ringo, dog. Get uh, a game stealing or ceiling, that is, a game ceiling interception. 33-25 was the final score. Keely Ringo. Taylor is looking. He steps up. He starts to pump. He starts to run. He is diving around. He is loading up. He is firing, and it is intercepted by the Eagles, and the game is over. It is intercepted by Keely Ringo, and the Eagles finally have buried their three-game losing streak, and they have their 11th win of the season. Yeah, I got to tell you, if you're an Eagles fan, you're leaking. You just don't feel like you got it. You, you've lost your mojo. They don't look as good. Giants, like, that's, a, that's a really bad Giants team. Let's call it what it is. No, they know? are. And, and, they, and they were able to get down to where you know, they were like, you know, one or two throws away from winning this game. And the Giants had some terrible calls. Dayball was losing his mind. They, yeah, the refs weren't exactly helping him out either. But, yeah, that's that's a team that right now, as we just talked with Mark Schlereth, don't have a lot of confidence in the Cowboys or the Eagles. You know, And, by the way, if we ever found a way to win this division, we could have gotten one of those teams. You know, I know, pie in the sky. But both teams don't exactly instill you in a lot of confidence in their, in their fan base. No, they don't. Not right now. Not where this is at with two weeks remaining. I'll tell you where I am at, though, when it comes to the Raiders. Antonio Pierce Oof. deserves the job. And if he doesn't get it, it's another blatant disrespect of African-American coaches who deserve an opportunity to be head coaches, and they get overlooked. It's just that simple. You go into Kansas City, you win. Mike, this is a 9-6 right. and six Raiders team that was dead five weeks ago. Three-game losing streak. They come from the worst performance of their lives to a 63-point beatdown. Dead. To now winning an arrowhead. Here's Antonio Pierce talking about the team. And, by the way, you guys remember Zamir with Georgia? Zeus. You remember Zeus? Did you see Zeus against the Chiefs? Listen to Antonio Pierce. Talk about the pride you feel in Zamir. I mean, he stepped up and he performed on a big stage in a big game. Well, this is talk really about really what's been going on the last couple of weeks. You got Mumford at left tackle. You got Dylan, Meredith, left guard. Back and forth with Dylan and, and Dre at center. Rookie quarterback. Second-year running back, tight end off practice squad. <laughs> Guys are stepping up. Next man up mentality. Team, team football. Team football, right? Um, and really hats off to Zamir because at the end we say, man, no fair dodging. No fair dodging. 
Mm. If they're in your way, run through them. And he did just that. As we heard from Mark Slareth earlier, just absolutely physically beating up the Chiefs. And the Chiefs have been living with finesse. And obviously, Magic Mahomes was pulling magic. And, and they were just, I mean, just covering those receivers who, by the way, don't even help Mahomes when he's struggling out there. Look, somebody want to come back to the ball? It's true. You know, there's, there's a lot of nonsense. But the Raiders just smacking him in the mouth. Last time they had a coach who came in as an interim was uh, Rich Bisaccia. And they let him and, go. And they let him go. Yep. And they brought in Josh McDaniels, who's not a head coach. He's an, he's an OC. Antonio Pierce, is first off, he's got the rep. He was a bad A with the Giants. He's got the rings. He's got the, he's got the juice. And uh, I don't know what old gets his hair cut with a bowl Mark uh, Davis is going to do here, but th- how do you not hire this guy? It's a good point. Let's talk about the Dolphins because, boy, they needed it, right? Cowboys on the road. Dolphins don't beat good teams. All right, here mm-hmm. comes a good team. This is what it sounded like when the Dolphins won 22-20. Ferguson the snap. The hold down by Bailey. The kicker is up. It's good! And the Miami Dolphins defeat the Dallas Cowboys 22-20 here at Hard Rock Stadium. What a last drive by Tua and his offense. Great running by Wilson. And Jason Sanders, a perfect 5-for-5 in this game. And that's going to do it. Mm. Joe Rose and Jimmy with the call right there on the Dolphins Radio Network. Uh, I don't know about you. And, look, I big time spent some time in South Florida like the Dolphins. Boy, they were tackling Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons is getting mugged in this game. It's uh, 35 quarters. I think 36 quarters somebody has said that there has not been a holding call called yeah, against Micah Parsons. And they were showing some of it on the broadcast. Jerry Jones talked about it. Uh, the coach, I mean, I, look, I, I, I'm a Dolphins fan. And they also had the roughing the pass. There was a lot of stuff. Was, as a Cowboy fan, you could say you did not get the, the uh, Zebra's best effort uh, that week. What's going on with Baker Mayfield, guys? All of a sudden now, he looks like a stud. Now, I don't know if he saves the job of Todd Bowles. I don't know if he gets gets extended. Who knows what happens here? But but they're winning, and they're winning because of Baker Mayfield. Here's Mayfield to Mike Evans. This was a blowout, by the way, Mike, which was completely unexpected uh, as Tampa Bay continues their winning ways. Here's the snap on first down from the 22. Mayfield throws toward the end zone. Caught ball! Mike Evans, touchdown Tampa Bay! Evans has two today! Merry Christmas, Michael! 30, 30 to 12 against Jacksonville. You know, Evans probably won't. The good news is we may won't have to deal with Mike Evans in this division any longer Thank because goodness. he's going to be going somewhere else. And maybe the Chiefs probably should have traded for him earlier this year. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Baker Mayfield, he's streaky. Now, how long will this streak run before he does something stupid? Because that's what Browns fans will say is inevitable. But he's got them in a good spot. And they've got the leg up on us and the Saints. All right, guys. NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Center. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. we got a lot more to get into, including the NFC playoff picture. Where are the Falcons, and what is it going to take for them to get in? Won't sell you false hope, just giving you facts. It's Dukes and Bell. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or 
I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Against the Bulls, which is great news. Uh, we're going to talk more about the Hawks, but I think, Mike, he'll be limited minutes-wise. Right. They're not just going to run it back out there and let him play a full game, but we'll see. Uh, we need a win. I do know that. And Hunter's banged up. Yeah, man. He's going to miss the next two weeks. He had a procedure today, um, non-surgical, mm-hmm. that uh, the, the Hawks say he'll be, he will be reevaluated over the next two weeks. And, you know, depending on how that goes, then he'll be uh, put back in the lineup or at least be available. But, right. yeah, we you can't count on him for right now. He's missed the last two games. We know the Jalen Johnson situation. Trey is banged up, too, with his shoulder situation. So he's been playing. And here's the thing. Trey – with these seven games now uh, with Oscar Robinson, 30-plus points, 10-plus assists, he could surpass the great Oscar Robinson by doing this one more night, which that? could be tonight, right? You could yeah. do that tonight. I heard earlier, well, he's questionable. Trey's playing. Right. Trey's playing. You, you don't get in this, te- this category, in this territory, Mike, and not attempt to try to do something that you may not be in a situation to do again in your career, and that is have seven straight games, possibly eight, if he does it tonight with, with these numbers. And, you know, it's frustrating because the, the wins are not there. But Trey is balling, man. He's, he's playing unbelievable right now. Don't forget, guys, vote early, vote off, and vote Trey. Uh, you can go and do the – I know his, his dad's been pimping it on his Twitter page. But, yeah, go – because we've talked about the total lack of respect yeah. for the man, including the year they uh, threw us a bone with the All-Star game here. So, yeah, hopefully he'll get it because he certainly is – with those numbers, Carl, is, is right up there with Tyrese Halliburton should be starting. All right, let's talk about the NFC playoff pitcher, Mike, because 49ers. We talked about this with Stink uh, earlier this hour, and, you know, they're 11-4. and four. They clinched the NFC West. They have the conference record tiebreaker over the Eagles and Lions. The Eagles are 11-4. and four, uh, four. They've clinched a playoff berth, having the strength of victory tiebreaker over the Lions. The Lions clinched the NFC North, we talked about for the first time in 30 years. The Bucks sucks. Oh, by the way, I looked it up. It was a number of quarterbacks here. Eric Kramer was the starter who got hurt. Andre Ware was in the mix. Oh, and, wow. And 30 years ago. But the Lions share of the snaps went to Rodney Pete, the yeah. former USC Trojan for the Lions last time they were in the playoffs. That is crazy to think. But they are 8-7. and seven. NFC South is theirs for the taking. We're talking about the Buccaneers. And winning the division. They've been in the playoffs before, but winning that division. Winning the division, yeah, for the first time in 30 years. The wild cards, guys, here's the thing. Cowboys, 10-5. and five. They already clinched a playoff berth, but they won't win their division. Uh, Rams are 8-7. and seven. They own the head-to-head tiebreaker over the Seahawks. That's in their division. Seahawks are 8-7. and seven. Two winnable games remain on the schedule. We're just giving you the layout for all these teams. And then outside looking in, this is where we are. We're 7-8. and eight. 
We own the head-to-head tiebreakers over the Saints and the Packers. But remember we lost to the Vikings? You remember. Yeah, we couldn't get Joshua Dobbs on the ground. That was a, that was a tough one. Tough one. So, yep, uh, yeah, so that's where they – obviously they've got the tiebreaker over us, us. And the Packers, who they've also beaten. We have the tiebreaker over the Packers and the Saints. But we're on the outside looking in. And, and that is kind of the, the 10% chance mm-hmm. of how does this work? And do you see the Seahawks or Rams wobbling? Because obviously the Cowboys, it's hard to see them going and, and blowing this. They're, already, they're locked in. But uh, the Rams and Seahawks, you need them to stumble moving forward. Correct. And I don't see – listen, the Rams are playing really well right now. I mean, they're, they're kind of the surprise – one of the surprise teams when you talk about expectations with what they've been able to accomplish. Or Bucks lose out and we win out. Think that's going to happen? No. Now they've, bought, they've won, what, three in a row? Bucks have won three in a row. Is this where they wobble? Is this where they start to fall apart? I don't know. I mean, it'd be great just for the, theater situation, Mike, from the standpoint of, you know, you create some drama uh, at the end of the season. If they lose this week and you go into the last week of the season and you need a win against the Saints and you need them to lose. Now, again, four-game win streak for the Tampa Bay Bucks to okay. win over Jacksonville. I was down at a Jaguars bar in Amelia Island, and they, I'm like, these guys are like, Two, two hands on their drinks, like silence, <laughs> as Trevor Lawrence is getting hit like a pinata. By the way, uh, Coach Peterson getting some heat down there for keeping Sunshine in the game because there was suspicion of a concussion going into it, and he was they, they, the game was out of hand early on. The Bucks just beat the schnot out of Jacksonville, and they finished with the Saints, finished with Carolina. Hard to see them going to Carolina, going to Carolina and blowing it, which we need them to do. It's uh, it's it is going to be tough. But all you can do is handle what you can mm-hmm. handle now. And when it's all said and done, we'll be talking about, my guess, in a few weeks, the woulda, coulda, shoulda. Well, Mark, Mark Slayer with Carl, I mean, this isn't a fan. This is a guy who covers the NFL, who won Super Bowls, saying we should be a 10-win team. No doubt. Because we didn't handle our business. We didn't, we didn't close game. Whether it was Ritter giving the ball away or our defense letting guys run around like it was flag football. Yeah, that's, that's the unfortunate part mm-hmm. is we gave away a lot of games mm-hmm. This season, Ravens uh, AFC guys, they are 12 and three. They've already clinched. We know that last night uh, they have a chance if they beat Miami to own the top spot in the AFC. And I got to tell you guys something. You go to Baltimore, Ooh. it's going to be tough. I don't care if it's the Chiefs, the, the Jags, I don't care, the Bills. That's going to be a tough out. Dolphins 11 and four. They've clinched a playoff berth. But again, this game that's coming up this weekend against the Ravens is huge on the road. Chiefs nine and six, Mike. They missed a chance to clinch the AFC West with that loss. Yeah, and a lot of folks, it's funny, you know, we, we talk so much about you and I because I'm banging the drum for Eric Bieniemy over the years that he just couldn't get the first base with an NFL owner. He's too mean. He's too that's serious. Right. That's right. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I know that, look, the, the wide receiver Ross, the roster issues with their skill position, it's well documented. But I, I do think that Eric Bieniemy, you know, things, they were, they were doing less with more last year. You know, Tyreek Hill wasn't there last year. So it's just something to consider. They look lost. And uh, again, Mark Slareth, if you missed it, that's on at odyssey.com. Talking about the finesse nature of the Chiefs versus when somebody comes in and just punches you in the mouth the way the Raiders got after them. Well, and, and you know, for me, what Slareth was basically saying is, Mike, uh, and this is how I took it, and when I watch them now, at least over the last few weeks, there is no identity of who they are. It is Patrick Mahomes is so good, he's going to bail us out, and he'll make the plays, and he'll just run around, and things will happen. And when you're not able to run the football, Pacheco was injured, right? right. I mean, you, 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 they don't have that from a few years ago where you had these guys contributing in the run game. And then you talk about the passing game again. Who's taking the top off the defense to, for those big explosive plays? Guys, for like the last three years, the Chiefs have been one of the top teams in these explosive plays. You know it. You've right. seen Patrick Mahomes throw the ball down the field, and you're like, whoa! Right. That's Miami this year. That's who Miami is. 
The Chiefs are not that anymore. Edwards so. Alaire doesn't provide that spark you'd be looking no. for. We've talked about like the, the funny part this week was you know they, 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 the first thing that gave them a real piece of juice was a fake punt. And unfortunately, right before that, uh, Kelsey gets so upset he wings his helmet. Reed Ooh. says, "Hold on, big fella, you're not going back in the game." Uh, and then he's got to kind of like cool you, himself how down. How do you take that stuff? I mean, is, is, yeah. is this just guys upset? They feel like they're better than they are? I mean, look, anytime you throw something, as my dad said, you're like a candy ass. <laughs> you know, you, guys, you throw – it's whenever I throw – and I guess, around my house occasionally, I will throw items. You know, generally it's a remote when I can't get the uh, TV on. But at the point being, you, you should never throw anything because you, you look like a child. And I think, you know, Kelsey's certainly done enough. This team wouldn't have Super Bowls without Kelsey because he's moved to change his whole career out there. But he lost his cool. I think it's just born of frustration. Patrick Mahomes is like, do any of you idiots want to run back to me while I'm running for my life out here? You know what I mean? Because the receiver court is just such a disconnect with a team that has been basically like a Swiss watch on offense. But let's be honest, there was always a degree of improvisation that Mahomes always had, which now teams are finding a way to answer it. Yeah, I, I don't think they go to Super Bowl. I'm with you. They don't, they, don't, they don't pass the eye test. I don't think they go to the Super Bowl. Now, maybe they get on a heater, but I just – this doesn't feel like the Chiefs of the last few well, years. unless Kadarius Tony's going to turn into Jerry Rice. <laughs> He's you don't not. really see that happening. He's, that's not happening. No. By the way, Connor Riley's going to join us from Dog Nation coming up in 30 minutes. We'll talk about the dogs, the bowl game, guys, the Orange Bowl, and all the things that are going on. And there was a lot to, to, to kind of yeah. take in. We'll get into all of that with Connor Riley. I think Connor Georgia Riley. should be about a 32-point favorite against FSU right now. I'm all in. I mean, I, I, and by yeah. the way, maybe they, they don't blow doors, but I would be shocked with all that's going on. And, so, you know, and we talked about this off the air. It's just, I don't begrudge a college player. We'll talk to Connor about this at four. I don't begrudge anyone, Carl, when you've been basically told you're the best team or one of the top four teams. You get the rug pulled out from under you. Yep. You're a quarterback who, you know, they really want you to get in there. Go get in there and show Georgia what you're made of while we're talking to every other quarterback <laughs> who's in the portal. <laughs> so you really can't. I Look, I, look it's, a, it's a slippery slope. I don't blame Tate. You know, Rodemaker just seems like the Florida State is like, now he's upset? Well, yeah, he's been hearing about everybody from DJ Uwe <laughs> Ungalale, you know, to you name it. So either way. Then you throw in, look, the game is, means nothing. Now it's, it's the biggest of all the examples of when you're not in the playoffs, they don't mean anything. Now, I'm sorry to the, to the FedEx Orange Bowl committee, the game is meaningless. <laughs> and no Jared Verse, no Keon Coleman. Uh, let's see, what am I forgetting? Oh, no Ronnie, but no, uh, no Benson. No nothing. No nothing. So, and Georgia, not as bad, but Georgia guys moving on as well in the portal. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Connor's on his way. <laughs> as far as the wild card for the AFC guys, it is Browns 10 and 5. Joe Flacco. I repeat, Joe Flacco. Isn't that a great story, though? It's unbelievable. Um, he is potentially going to leave. Guys, they still have a chance to have the number one overall seed in the AFC. Yep. The Browns, with all the things that have happened with them. <laughs> Quarter of a million dollars in guaranteed money to Sean Watson, and it's Joe Flacco who could get them a playoff victory. Bills at 9-6. and six, uh, They are likely to be the AFC wildcard team that no division winner wants to see because they are heating up at the right time. You got the Colts. We just saw them. They're 8-7. and seven. They own tiebreakers against the Steelers, Bengals, and Texans. And then the Texans and Steelers and Bengals on the outside looking in, along with the Raiders, believe it or not, who are still alive in the playoff race after their win. Now, if Kansas City continues to leak, there is that chance. But, again, they've got to win out and Chiefs have to lose out, basically. But the Raiders certainly feeling better. They're kicking themselves, obviously, over that, that three nothing loss to the Vikings because that's a huge difference maker. It really was. All right, four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. Follow us, man. We'd love to hear from you guys. Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at put them up. See Dukes in this radio show is Dukes and Bell nine two nine. Follow the radio station at nine two nine. The game. All right, what's wrong with the Hawks and how do we fix them? And are any of these rumors true? We're going to talk about it next on Sports Radio ninety two nine. The game. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, man, back to work and so much to say. But not the biggest show today, because we got the coaches show. It's a Falcon Victory Tuesday. Arch will be catching up with Arthur Smith, and as Carl mentioned earlier, Tyler Algier, who was rumbling, bumbling, stumbling. Be the player guest today, Carl, up at Flowery Branch. Yeah, man, uh, listen, uh, we love Bijan, but Tyler Algier still shows you that he's got a huge role mm-hmm. in this backfield. And remember, we were like, oh, is this going to limit his carries? I will give Art that credit. There have been times this year where he's rolled with Algier, and it's looked like, like right. it should and there are times he's gone back to Bijan, and we talked about that balance between these two. We got a great young backfield. This is the usage rate which had some Falcon fans like us, like throwing stuff at the television earlier in the season. This is the one that makes sense. If, you know, it's a, it is ironic that you know the most complete game of the season, Carl, comes with just you know two weeks left here in the season. It does. Hey, man, uh, before we get to uh, Big O with Yeah Man, No Man, Hawks at Bulls tonight. DeAndre Hunter missed the last two games. We mentioned underwent a non-surgical procedure. Mm-hmm. He'll be reevaluated. The good news is it looks like Jalen Johnson's on his way back. But, Mike, let's talk about these trade rumors real quick. Yeah, there's a lot of rumors involving us moving DeJounte Murray. And this is going to really be, i got to be honest, guys, a big indicator to some, feels, some folks who feel that perhaps this team doesn't know what it's doing. If you spend three first-round picks on DeJounte Murray, never truly gels in the half court like we thought he would with Trey. You don't move out of the play-in game bracket, and then you can't get full market value in a trade. So where are we going to go with this? I mean, I, I said to, to Oren earlier, I know there was r- rumors about uh, Laurie Markkinen from the, uh, from the uh, Jazz. Jazz. And I mean, but you'd have to package half the team along with DeJounte Murray to get a guy like that in here. I, I'd, be, I'd be intrigued, but... The ask might be too rich for somebody of that caliber. Yeah, we do know this. We need to add, and I've been saying we need more scoring because we do, but it's also nice if you could get somebody who plays on both ends of the floor. Mm. Ironically, the guy that we thought was going to be the guy that I'm talking about is the guy that hasn't really been available, and that's DeAndre Hunter. That's who I thought this was going to be. The 3-and-D guy, right? Correct. And so if you are going to make a move, and I think we should, Mike, I think ultimately this team needs to, if they're going to contend, and I mean by what I mean by that is be in the playoff hunt, not be in the play-in, all that stuff. 
they've got to really look at how this team is constructed. So we get back to these these rumors about Murray. Love DJ. He's playing great right now. But you got to look at the chips, the, the pieces on the mm-hmm. table, and what is really going to get you something in return. Right. And, like, we love Jalen uh, Johnson's game, but I hope he can go, some, as you said, not sure what the uh, workload would be coming back from the injury, but he has been getting himself in playing shape, according to Lauren Williams from the AJC. All right, let's get to Yeah Man, No Man. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. He's the former MVP of his high school football team. Not really. From New Jersey. The Cavs are here. And gives rapid fire questions. Here's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Chris Thomas. Turtle is off. That means our man Big O. Orn is in, and he's doing all the things today. And uh, Big O, first of all, great pictures with you and the little one. Oh, man, you talk about a time was had with him. Uh He's 15 months, going to be 16 months here soon, and you kind of worry that he doesn't understand fully what's going on, but once he saw that there were boxes that had paper that could be ripped off and inside those boxes were gifts, he totally understood what was going on. It didn't matter if it was for him. If if there was a box that had paper on it, the paper got ripped off, the box got opened, and whatever was in there got played with, either and I, by like, him or forever. I know I've said this to you a million times because, you know, everyone's got to say, oh, what a beautiful baby. It's like that Seinfeld episode. Oh, my God. That baby, though. Oren's kid is the cutest. It almost looks like Pixar had something to do with this kid. He is so darn cute. He's absolutely adorable. We joke about that, too. But, like, he has the happiest disposition. I think that contributes to his cuteness, too. But <laughs> just never has, like, a really, really bad day. And then just um, had the first kind of, like, as a parent, you know, mm-hmm. we had our space. Our space in the house. Right. This was the first time where we, we kind of relinquished everything to him, and I, I saw the future, <laughs> and it was uh, it was different, man. Oh, like, yeah. a giant play mat on the entire <laughs> living room floor, and just like, hey, I mean, if I'm 15 months or two, this is pretty cool, but as a parent, like, it became a bit of a hazard. Like, I almost tripped and fell numerous uh-huh. times, like, I stepped on puzzle pieces, like, this is, this is the future, huh? All right, well, you know, just... You're cute, so that's good. Yes. Well, the, t- the talking and then all over the house. That that is that is the future. You're absolutely right. What do you got for us, man? Yeah, man, no man. Uh, let's start to the NFL here. Yesterday, uh, I guess it was the game that nobody wanted to win yesterday between the Jets and the Commanders. Um, mm. Ended up being won by the Commander by the Jets. Excuse me. And there was a little joke about the end about, well, you know, the fans aren't happy. I guess we won this for draft position. But right. Robert Sala solidifies his job future. He's going to come back now. Flipping to the other side of things, there's a bit of uncertainty right now with the commanders and who's going to be their head coach next year. But Ron Rivera was asked in the postgame presser, hey, you know, the fans probably aren't happy about you winning this ball game. What do you think <laughs> about that? This is a kind of an awkward question, but some fans were rooting against you guys today for draft position. Do you notice that, or what do you make of that? I don't make of that. I really don't. You know, I'm going to show up, and we're going to work, and we're going to play to win. Everything we do is about winning. i got nothing to do with about losing, okay? If that's what they're thinking, then that's unfortunate. Look, we said all the time, you play to win the game. At some point, though, when you get to, a, as a fan, there's franchises where, look, only a child would not know which way the wind is blowing. He's gone. New ownership is coming in, and there's going to be big-time changes. So, And with that, you know, they, they've never been able to do anything with a good pick, so I don't know why a, a commander's fan would feel somehow they'll figure it out. But I, it's it just some fans just get to the point where I'm over it, and you're ready to turn the page, and that means the best possible draft position. They need a restart. And it has nothing more. I mean, it's not all Ron Rivera's fault. He's done everything he could do there. He had a crappy owner for a long time. But they need a quarterback they can believe in. 
and they need a restart, not necessarily with just the coach, but also the direction of the team. And so, yeah, man, I mean, I'm with Ron Rivera. This is why I told you guys, I, I, last two weeks, I, I can't root for these, this Falcon team to lose. It's not in my DNA. It's just not. I understand why you might want it to happen because mm-hmm. you go, well, it gives us a higher draft pick, and isn't that more important right now? No, not to me. Right. Because I'm tired of being the laughing stock. I'm tired of people, you know, every time I talk to somebody, oh, Falcons, I don't want to hear that. I want to hear, right. hey, how did we win? How much did we win by? And, and how fun was it? That's the key. And so, Mike, I'm with you. I think Ron Rivera is done right. at the end of the season. But this is bigger than Ron Rivera. This is about that, that organization. And by the way, the fan base, and Mike, you lived up there. That right. fan base deserves it, man. It's Dude, been a long time. That is, I mean, I've never lived in a city that gets more hired down. Like on a, like a, a Monday morning, I don't know if it's a holiday weekend or something, and the, and the commanders got beat in the playoffs. And back then it was the Skins, of course. I remember going to like the Pancake House and everybody – you're a pin drop. You know, I mean, nobody's there's, talking. There's nothing like it. But I will say this: you also get as a fan, like Falcon fans. Sometimes there's a feeling like you're just kind of stuck in second gear. Yeah, and that's where I think I like. I feel that way. You know, I mean, look, I just this was a great game. This is a complete victory. We sacked a quarterback six times, but we just talked about ball distribution and, and usage was great, and the quarterback made the right decisions. But there were so many games where none of that happened. You know, and and sometimes the defense was there and your offense didn't show up. So it's frustrating. I just know that, I mean, you feel like you're just kind of spinning your wheels. The Hawks are kind of trending that way. The Braves showed you they could burst through and get it done. Georgia's gotten it done to the next level. We're just waiting for this Falcons team to do that. There you go. There is talk, I believe, that they may give Jacoby Brissett the uh, the last two starts of the season mm-hmm. and sitting Sam Howell. So. 19 touchdowns, 17 picks, by the way, yeah. for a guy who looked earlier like yeah, the, one the point he was, was leading on. the NFL in passing touchdowns and passing yards, and then just sort of the wheels fell off with that very quickly. Well, yes, and again, it gets back to, you know, everybody wants to talk about Eric Bieniemy. Is it Bieniemy, or is it that Sam Howell's just not that good? I mean, like, mm-hmm. like you can tell me all you want. Like, how does he go from looking like a genius? Oh, well, it was Patrick Mahomes. No, Patrick Mahomes made the right decisions with the football. So I, I hear you, man. I'm curious to see what they do after the season's over. Uh, moving right along to another quarterback who is kind of, I guess, the reverse right now, Joe Flacco. They pulled this guy off of the scrap heap, but he was doing whatever he was doing. He's coming to Cleveland right now, and he's been a godsend for that team. On the cusp of that, they still have an outside shot, you said, Carl, to get the overall number they one do. seed in the AFC, which is nuts because you no know, Chubb, Deshaun played like he did to start the season. Like, it just – it's an amazing story, but uh, Joe Flacco after the game was asked about, hey, you know, you've kind of come in here and Amari Cooper just had like a record-breaking day, <laughs> like literally a record-breaking day for you. You threw for almost 400 yards. Did you guys like actually like need time to build chemistry or are you just that good? Listen, it, it, some of that stuff is, is overrated. When you have good football players, they know how to get open and you know how to throw them the ball. It's just as simple as that. You know, it's like, and listen, there's some miscues that we've had because he takes his time with some things or whatever it may be. Um, so there is still some getting used to on, on little things. Um, I ask you guys this all the time. Duke says, can he play? That's what it comes down to. That's what Joe Flacco's telling you. Like, th- this ultimately, yes, if you are new and you've never played with each other and you're young and you're coming into the league and there's a learning process, yeah, I want you to work out together because I want you to get to know each other. But ultimately, can you play? Flacco is a Super Bowl-winning quarterback who bet on himself, got the bag, and is one of the all-time winningest quarterbacks for the Ravens in their history. And nobody throws a better deep ball, Mike. Have you seen this guy throw a, throw the deep ball since yeah. he's been in Cleveland? Look, it's it's a revelation, I think, to Browns fans. And they've always had the they've got a good team. That's the thing is putting it together for like an entire season. 
And we talked about the coaching turnover and you know everything they've had to deal with with the quarterback situation. There's studs on that team. Even losing a guy like Nick Chubb, they're still loaded. So it's a hell of a story. He's got all these bonuses. Speaking of bonuses, Clayus Campbell picked up half a million dollars. Not bad. Going over five sacks this year for himself. Man, speaking of betting on himself with an incentive-laden contract. Well, we asked him when we had him on early in the season. It may have been week two. And we kind of joke with him and say, you got something left in the tank? And he's like, I got lots left in the tank. He wasn't lying. And I love his infectious spirit. When you see Calais Campbell dirty birding on the field and having fun, this dude's been around the league a long time. He could just be collecting checks if he wanted to. That's not what he's doing. He's out there balling, man. He's having a good time. Right. Again, guys. $500,000 $500,000 bonus. We talked about the incentives as he hits uh, one and a half sacks yesterday. Is at six in total on Gardner Minshew. Yeah. This story kind of broke Christmas Eve and it started making the rounds on Christmas Day. Um, Joe Kelly, a reliever for the Los Angeles Dodgers, was the <laughs> former number 17 wearer for the Dodgers. And I say mm-hmm. former because uh, his wife, Ashley Kelly, decided that she would start a campaign and getting Shohei to the Dodgers called hashtag, hashtag O-Take 17. And she, like, I'll give you the husband's jersey. You can have number 17. She would do videos where she was showing all the all the Dodger gear that they would give away and things like that. And then um, Shohei signs, and she does a video where she takes a magic marker and writes a 99 on the back of mm-hmm. Joe Kelly's jersey. Well, Shohei decides to show his appreciation and gratitude for this by gifting her a brand-new Porsche. Porsche was delivered to the house. <laughs> Delivery driver says, it's yours. It's from Shohei. <laughs> and he Sorry. paid the taxes on it, too. Everything was paid yeah. for. So, yeah. yeah, so making the rounds, um, that was kind of a nice gesture, but it wasn't for Joe Kelly. It was done for Joe Kelly's wife. So I don't want to call it Dirty Mackin' or whatever, <laughs> but, you know, Shohei I'm, doing a little something, something well, on the side. Was the Porsche for the Kelly household or for the wife specifically? It was for the wife specifically. <laughs> when she answers the door, you see yeah. that video, and she's oh. like, what's going on out here? And the guy's like, your Porsche's out here. Um, one of the most generous things I've seen in sports, we always talk about guys wanting numbers right. and paying other guys off. And, you know, we asked Koo about seven with, with, with our man Bijan. And he was like, he came to me, he said he wanted it. I right. was like, cool. Like, th- there was no big deal. Uh, I think this is one of the coolest things. And let me say this, though. Her effort helped. And Shohei sees that. And he's like, look, it wasn't you, Joe. It was your wife. It was your wife, yeah. So I don't see anything wrong with it. And by the way, I mean, like, come on. If this showed up, if if your wife got gifted by Shohei Otani, are you saying, no, we're not accepting it? Is she going to let Joe drive the Porsche, though, is the real question. That's a good question. That's a good question. (laughs) Yeah. No, I love it, man. It's great. I don't know what kind of uh, season Shohei's going to have. When you know when when he puts on that Dodger uniform, but he boy he's made a lot of news this offseason, and this is one of the best stories uh, of all the stuff, the deferred money and the money. Uh, who cares? He was going to get paid. He was the highest you know rated free agent, Mike. But this this story is really cool, considering all the things we've heard about guys wanting a specific right, number. Right on. Good Coming job, up. by the way. Or and again, he's doing everything. He's producing. He's engineering. He's a, he's a Bobby Vaughn, <laughs> a raconteur, and a, a baby maker. He does it all. Oh, you got another one? You got another one coming? Oh no, 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 not yet. Oh, oh, oh okay. I was like, no, whoa. There's no, no, no just, breaking news that was a there. Oh my to the gosh. Prior discussion about his adorable child. Oh, I got, oh, I, got you. I, got you. I might get some text here. In a well, bit. I was about to say, Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, coming up, Connor Riley, guys, Dog Nation. This is the week. And what does it really look like for these two teams? They have made their way down to Florida. And I gotta tell you, go dogs! This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.